0: This is going to be episode 53 of Civil Tension. I am Peter Galt, your host, and uh, actually we'll just start with co-host to my right.
1: Dan Gilman. And Don Severson. Jerry Settles.
0: And co-host Ken Nicholson. All right. Um, everybody is a host, co-host, whatever you want to be. Don't you love titles? We did a whole <laughs> we did a whole episode on titles one time. I want to be long a podcast. You want to be, be a uh, podcast That's star? Podcast king? Well, I had shot the little note out that it, it, this actually just kind of, it cracked me up. <laughs> I had seen a, a, a headline and then an article and a two-word phrase within the article talking about particular politicians this week because it's been just a lovely week for politicians, mm-hmm. and, hasn't it? and there's there's, it, is. But it said that they were being particularly, or, or that what they were spewing were just contemptuous provocations and i said wow and for for the 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 girl who i can't remember her name and i can't remember i wish i could i i need i wish i had kept where I read that in the article but I thought, boy, she was so angry about this she had to say it twice yeah. you know <laughs> contentious provocations i love that it made me laugh and you know is you know what provocation is not contemptuous yeah. uh, it, you know it, it, anyway i just thought it was kind of cute but what that kind of got me thinking was you know with regard to the headlines that we see and with regard to all the the i mean just the amount of bad writing and articles it's been a long time since I've read an article that did not have some kind of error in it somewhere Mm -hmm. it just the writing is so poor and you know the amount of he said she said in this stuff and then just some of the stuff that you even you know that's on video and you go you're thinking what why did you say that what part of your brain told you this was a great thing to have fall out of your mouth.
2: <laughs> well, it's, a yeah. it's
3: because there are a lot of other people who have had similar things fall out of their brain. And so they're appealing to those people. <coughs> In my opinion is they, they're saying it because somebody they're selling it. Cause somebody's buying
0: it. I, and I guess that's the case yeah. because I look at some of these people and I think I, it's, I still, anytime, and i have actually after this week, I'm just going to be done. I'm not, I'm not, not with this or anything, but done with clicking. You need a blackout. <laughs> well, clicking on things that have to do with Ocasio Cortez oh. every Who? single you get time. bummer
3: every time
0: you read something about? Her. Every t- every single time she is on the air. And yeah, it feels like a piece of a piece it of my knowledge off. has been eaten away. <laughs> And I'm like, what, what, what? No. But the bigger thing that then my brain starts to go to is okay, there she is, mm-hmm. bless her heart, mm-hmm. there she is doing her thing. But people voted for her after listening to what came out of her mouth. But people also did the same for every single other politician that's in office. There's no, it doesn't matter what side you're on. The you know the the stuff that comes out of your mouth. Somebody you sold it and somebody bought it. Yeah. You know when they when they clicked that thing and, and said yeah sure, but that's just. I and, and even on just a regular little level, um, this past week I've dealt with. Just what seems to be an epidemic of stupid. Yeah. And, and it's it's, it's getting. I'm it's, we, it's I'm, I'm actually. Yeah. It's starting to feel painful.
3: But I think Pete, what, what our challenge is, is yes, I think most of the people you know, don't want to speak for everybody, but generally speaking, when she would say some of the things she says, we would all go, I can't believe how stupid that is. But on the flip side of that, and what we have to be cognizant of whether we like it or not is when if someone says, I believe we should have, you know, we should close you know, manage our borders and close our borders. Those people are saying how stupid we are for thinking that. They, lack, they would literally, a lot of people would be sitting thinking, that's stupid. So we're both sitting here looking at each other going, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. And uh, I think that's where we, where we are some days. And it's hard to figure out, okay, if I think what you're saying is stupid, how do I convince you otherwise? Because usually calling you stupid doesn't work.
2: They don't know that right they haven't figured that out because <laughs> it, it, it stuns me you know <laughs> politicians call yeah, each other stupid for a living way. and 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 it doesn't buy them anything
1: but the important thing to know about cortez or whatever that person's name is whatever time in history you want to, to say that person AOC. Is. this has happened obviously long in our history Absolutely. of the country mm-hmm. But it all falls falls back on the two major aspects. One, she's a representative of the people. Mm-hmm. So, what people they are, or what class you want to talk about? Yep. They come from all different walks of life. Yep. Okay, that's number one. And the second most important thing was a comment that Adams had made. He'd said, "Let uh, contention battle contention." So, there's your yep. there's your con- contention. <laughs> you know, and so, in the word, uh, you know. Uh, uh, to attack someone, mm-hmm. well, you're attacking on the basis that you believe that are accurate, right? And that's kind of the idea of it. Well and, and it evolves, as we have discussed in, in further past, excuse me.
2: Mm-hmm. Communicative contention is a very good thing. Unless... But
1: that's on tactics. Whoa! Tactics.
2: <laughs> true, very true.
0: And even within the logo I have no reply to that. <laughs> well, you but that's that is true and even in the logo of civil tension this podcast right. it says contentious intentions right and and the there is you know the the original development of this was to be that we would be somewhat contentious mm-hmm. in in what we were talking about and have very much an uh, hopefully an argumentative exchange but one that then could we could all stand up from walk away and, and shake hands unfortunately we have way too many like-minded people sitting around the mic every week for that to actually happen so we wind up talking about you know, we wind up discussing and talking about topics that the, the topics are a little bit contentious sometimes or at least belief skewed so it challenges other people who listen to it
3: well that's why you Keith. Know, I like i just that's one of my frustrations i mean i agree we have i have no issue with that people anybody can come here so left right middle mm-hmm. can come here so that's not the point for me but it is about we want to influence one another and and yeah the tactics of how do we influence because my goal when i talk to people is not to just say they're stupid, I mean, I joke about it, but it's to try to understand and to influence. Because yes, I firmly believe 1,000% anytime we talk about going de- socialism, democratic socialism, whatever social name you want to put in front of it is bad for us. And there's a lot of people that are interested in it for whatever reason, we can say they're dumb because they've ignored history. But the reality is- They're dumb because have talked. We have to figure tough. out how to educate influence to our position if we feel strongly about our position and that's to me that's what this we that I strive for is we've got to figure out how do we help influence people because again what's the I don't remember the adage you know but competing ideas the way to you know more more speech is the is the answer to uh, bad speech. Well, and you know, overcome the bad speech with good speech,
1: hopefully. Yeah, okay, so uh, we, I, I'm a big advocate of reason, so, right. and, and we use the concept of reason, but there, there's also uh, a chain of reasoning that goes on that somehow, as they say, uh, jumps the shark. Mm-hmm. And one of these examples of this thing is Darwinism and how that and how eugenics got into play, which was a pseudoscience. Right. And you're talking about a belief system that was, that was fostered that caused the cause of death of millions of people. Right. Um, all over this idea that, there, that there's some kind of a connection between humans and animals. Mm-hmm. And so Darwin and himself, in his book, uh, The Descent of Man, actually says that the people from Africa are a weed in humanity that needs to be eradicated. Right. And he's saying that it's obvious you can tell that they are the link between the ape and the. Right. In mankind, he's just out of his core god, Yeah, and for him, not in his reasoning.
2: context. He he's wasn't. using reasoning,
1: and he's using reasoning from a chain of evidence that he builds. Right. But the problem is, is his conclusions and his aspects. It, it it it's it's not the metaphysics. It was the right. physics he right. saw, not the mm-hmm. metaphysics. And so, right now in today's world, we're all about physics because science comes into play and about what is reality. But the chain of reasoning isn't there. This is why we get in these arguments about creationism. Uh, versus uh, single species evolution. Mm-hmm. I've talked to people about single species evolution, and they tell me I'm a fool. Right. I mean, I'm a complete idiot. Science is clear that evolution works, and I'm like, it's not clear, and it doesn't. You know. They want it to be clear. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's a point. And so we get into these conversations yeah. about it, you know, and, and you know, there are pe- there are things that people will say that are right, but will only be a part of that right. But there's a chain of reasoning that they use that they build out that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And you say, how do you influence them? Well, right. the only way to influence them is by uh, dialectics, yeah. which we're using here. Right. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how the church worked itself. The church worked itself into solving these problems in the age of enlightenment through dialectics. And they said, we want, the, we want to bring the argument. It's Paul II, who wrote this big treatise about We want to bring science in. We want to foster that. And as far as uh, historians were concerned, and somebody can fact-check this because uh, this is something I've been reading, is that the idea of of the pure of enlightenment science was fostered by the church, and that's how it comes into Western society. Mm-hmm. And I found that amazing. I didn't know that. I thought you know it was a it was a counter argument against the authority of of an undefinable God, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or I should say an unrealized one. It's, you can define it to a degree.
0: No, but you you're from what I know from what history of I've read into that a little bit, I agree that the Catholic Church is largely responsible for promoting and fostering science and actually recognizing alchemy or magic, saying, you know what, that that's probably probably not magic. It's probably actually something. Mm-hmm. So let's you know, study this and do a little bit more with it. There's still an enormous amount we don't understand. Um, Even to the extent that I'm learning um, from even just listening to my daughter talk about her college experience and what she's learning and understanding is, you know, she's studying physics, astrophysics, that we're investigating and seeing things that shouldn't behave the way we understand physics to be that are out there in this great big giant right. blackness, we're floating around in. Uh, that.
3: That's why it always cracks me the, up yes. when you hear all these scientists that uh, you know on certain topics of our day that it's settled science. Yeah. Well, so if somebody says that you're like you know the radar goes up, uh, agenda radar goes up big time. You I mean, any, yeah.
2: anybody that claim lays claim to the title of scientist has to re, has to uh, stick with the deal that, okay, you go through whatever you do to write the rules, to to, to define what it is is going on, physics, whatever, right? And then the proof of the pudding is, does it enable you to predict behavior 100% accurate? Well, right. well, and models. if it's not 100% models, accurate, yeah. right, and, and if the model the doesn't reason. work, Neither does the underlying theory, but people don't want to give up on the underlying theory because there's so much work involved in it. But a lot of that is, I want to believe this, so I go, you you know, right? Keep looking for reasons to believe. This is like Colgate conducting, you know, uh, uh, investigations on how much toothpaste really does for you. Right, you know? If I conducted that, I would come up with different results. Yeah. Uh, There's a thing called intellectual honesty that I that I will never attain, but it's it's a wonderful, you know, concept, right, uh, where you really make yourself think through something to the bottom all the time. Mm-hmm. Never do, because everything I think is, is emotionally driven, um, but I can try, you know, and there are a lot of places where people screw up big time. Which brings me to politics.
0: Intellectual honesty, though, and as it relates to politics or or anything else, even the even the politics of inter small interrelationships, interpersonal relationships, where you're engaging with other people. The and again this. Why on earth do people do the things they do? We talked about last Mm -hmm. week. Um, Why do you say the things you say? This week has been another week in the HR world of of major dumbness. Just the vast amount of stupidity coming from people who are biological adults, and I do use that qualifier, biological adults, because you would think How on earth, as an adult, do you think it's okay to communicate and behave in this way with people that
4: you work
2: with? Well, I can tell you how they got there. We reward them for that behavior. Or we reward it, or we ignore it.
3: Yeah, we
4: ignore it a lot. Or you're just so darn stunned by it that you're dumbfounded and can't say anything. Because I was in a situation like that on Wednesday. Really? Where someone was absolutely so out of line I was stunned to the point of not being able to say a word.
2: I take it back honey. <laughs> I didn't mean it.
4: And had to think for hours about how I was going to word a response to a summary email that came from that meeting. And then after I penned my response, I had to sleep on it and wait all day yesterday. Smart
2: move. Yes.
4: To... Go over it again, edit it, and then send it out. Because it was that grading. Now, it takes a lot to push me over the edge. A lot. But when you insult a veteran who is running a veteran's project to their face in front of a group of people, I have a problem.
0: And and that is actually an extremely good example of some of the things I experienced this week. It's, what are you thinking? Why why was that action in your head okay to take?
4: And I think in this case, I think it was just a a stressor of time. I've got somewhere I've got to go and you need to shut up kind of situation. And I'm like... The way it was done was just—it wasn't just that it was done; it was the way it was done Mm -hmm. and the direction it came from.
2: Peter, I gotta—I gotta uh, step back and ask: What are we talking about?
4: Yeah,
2: it's not. So the the, the, what we are talking about is—is what
0: happens. I guess, yeah. What we're talking about is without—I'm trying to stay away from the the subject of why are people so stupid well <laughs> oh,
2: i got no problem with that that's, that's
0: what's actually define stupid we have to define stupid, first, have have define stupid. Well, you because that's saying,
4: truly I need to pull up a chair <laughs> I, you see it all. Hey the dude, I know. Welcome. We're on, we're on. <laughs> <laughs> I literally want to remove the word "why" from my vocabulary because I like walk in. And, and that's why. another. Yeah. Why? Why? Why?
0: Okay. We could even drop the "why" and just say, "People are so stupid," um, because that has been going through my head all week, and to a point of being. Painful, painful. <laughs> like, like I'm feeling it. Exactly. And hey, I'm like, whoa. you know, I, my phone rings and I, I see who's calling. And I'm like, not, nah, not more.
2: <laughs> not
0: really, more of this right now? I don't need and, this in my life. And and it's it hurts. Uh, oops, I don't know when this happened. Um, yeah, we just got. I, I got a. Lot. Uh,
4: like some so how some yeah you manage to make oh, it to we, through? Got, with we got shut off we, we had a little back. black tone there i'm going to turn
0: i'm going to turn <laughs> the headphones off again um, i still am trying to figure out i may go back to the yeti the usb mic for this because this even though this is a much better mic even though it's a cheap one the yeti doesn't
2: doesn't crap out it,
0: on Yeah, you. it doesn't crap out on me and it doesn't well, get Well, it's trying to assert me. itself. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's stupid.
2: we all have that problem.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, we, oh, if, hey, I'll get a cheap XLR. Anyway, no one <laughs> gives a shit about what kind of equipment corrected. we're using. If,
2: if we're <laughs> yeah, going to no talk way. about human stupidity, first thing we got, if we're going to rep- try guess, to approach this with dialectic exchange, then what we need to do is... Avoid the insult up front because you can't wow. piss the guy and that's off. That's what I was really trying to, talk to do. To him. Right. So don't hard. insult me by saying I'm stupid. <laughs> saying I acted stupidly, mm-hmm. which the reduces action. it to an error in judgment which is, on my part. Which is, which is yeah. what we want to address. Is that close? No. And the, no, you're absolutely uh, correct because that's what I
0: had to do in a professional capacity: is address the action and activity, not the people themselves. Yeah. And so I had, in order to how long Yet, have you been getting? this stupid? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> when did you know, you know, that's <laughs> kind of, of what caused? All right, I, I I have to do my
3: part to aggravate Dan with the definition. <laughs> I, I, I like it, so I want to share it. I apologize uh, for. Uh, well, no Dan's reason. really I, smiling. No, he's really see. it's kill I enjoy this so.
0: Your pain is. I,
3: I would not have known. I would not know that this was the definition of the word stupid lacking ordinary quickness and keenness of mind dull
2: dull yeah dull or I lacking like ordinary, ordinary
3: quickness, quickness.
2: And so it, it has to do with mind. mental dull. quickness
1: apparently yeah remember like,
2: by, by, this is a by
0: dictionary, dictionary definition. not a philosophical right. definition yeah.
1: so by dictionary so. To be
0: honest, by dictionary definition, I have had many, almost daily moments of stupidity. Oh, you do much better than daily. Funny. You know, my I,
1: I want to tell you a funny story.
0: We, uh, we, we'll decide if it's
3: funny
1: we, or not. <laughs> 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 Thank you. I don't want to be stupid. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so uh, my brother Tom, who is. Two I'm sorry. I do not even tell where they're at, but I mean, he's yeah. a really highly educated man, and we have these symposiums. And so this architect had brought uh, his girlfriend with him. And before we got into the symposium, uh, Thomas and I were arguing again about evolution and creation, and we're going at it. And uh, the woman has to stop in the middle of it. She goes, I need to understand something before I listen to you guys any further. She turns to my brother and says, so uh, what's your background? He says, well, you know, I have two PhDs on to explain his his very well uh storied career. Mm-hmm. And she looks at me and you're what? Some kind of bar. <laughs> <laughs> and i, I so loud. I laugh and I think, you know, that is the reality of it. Yeah. For her, he's the authority. Yeah. Even though, you know, he's wrong. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> he's the authority and for her, it was stupid of me. Right. To be engaged in, in a conversation with someone that had that authority, right? And that's, that's one what of the problems mean, that we face yeah. in the society that, that oh. about you know where is this authority come yeah. from?
2: I'll drink to that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, how many times have you developed a, a reasonably close relationship with some guy with a number of PhDs who is totally incapable of washing dishes or cleaning a bathroom yeah. or, or, or even selecting his tie? Yeah, you know, being
3: educated uh, doesn't make you intelligent. Or
2: smarts comes in key. lots and lots yeah. of different categories. Of Talent comes in lots of categories. And the fact that I think you're dull mm-hmm. and slow mm-hmm. probably means that you know a lot of stuff that I don't know
1: about. Mm-hmm. It's a degree. Yeah. What are you measuring it against? So yeah, yeah. It's all relative. Yeah. You when know, they had the IQ test, you know, they, had, they had this fallout of you know, when these people were considered um, to be morons. Right. And then, you know, you look at the nature of the IQ test, which they did, and they found out it's a seriously flawed test. Mm-hmm. That's, it's seriously that's flawed. an understatement.
2: Well, I
3: know it's yeah. flawed because my daughter gave it to me, and I was borderline genius, so I told her it's obviously not accurate.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a little <laughs> <'Cause> low. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, you some, <laughs> but you have
1: well, to have some standard, right? Yeah, yeah something to measure there has yeah. to be some measuring we've discussed this before yeah right? we have and so when we when we look at someone and we say well that's a that's a stupid argument mm-hmm. what are we really saying yeah doesn't fit that model that i have this means
3: i disagree with you as usual. usually yeah.
1: yeah so so we look at models you know as far as humans are concerned it's way different than than the physics right Than when we look at models of astrophysics you know uh, I, I love the the aspect that at, at the end of the nineteenth century they had this huge symposium on physics and at that time they had said at the end of that thing that we pretty much know everything there is to know. <laughs> yeah. Well pretty physics. hard. Isn't? Yeah. And twenty years later, quantum physics comes to the game and they find out we Ooh. don't know anything. <laughs> well
3: I, I would suggest that we in that in that arena, almost any arena, we probably know one percent of everything that could be known. If uh, that
2: if that I if think that. it's an infinite
1: series.
3: Yeah, and so it's just that's why it, I just but I'm not we to call it stupid. I call it foolish.
1: But we for do have models. We know everything. You know, you look at the periodic chart, uh, chart of elements yeah. and look at uh, electron subshell theory. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It works. Why does it work? Because we can we can look at things and then predict.
2: Yeah, it's we can it's a high percent, level yeah. of probability. High level of probability. Yeah. I didn't hear anything about absolute in there. Well, there it no. makes you an intelligent man. Oh. <laughs> right. I, sorry, but the, there it is. I I don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Where careful. do I sign? How much? But believe me,
1: I'm <laughs> stupid as hell.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I I, don't know anybody that I consider really, really intelligent who claims to know a shitload. The people I know that are really intelligent, intelligent know how to conduct a conversation, mm-hmm. know how to engage in productive combat, which generally means not a whole lot of enmity evolved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I the people that are really smart are the folks that are hiding out in the corners that that don't say much well i believe you
3: can't cannot be intelligent if you're not humble I just don't think those two go
2: together. I, I think there's basis to yeah, that. I mean, Absolutely, it's just a
1: personal belief of mine. Would you say what? Would you say wise instead of intelligent? It's probably probably. yes. I, actually, I agree with it that. It is, and I,
2: it's a better one. I'm glad wise to clarify is. that
3: because yeah, I, I am a much bigger fan of wisdom than
1: intelligence.
2: Intelligence <laughs> is a thing of talent. It doesn't have to do with what you got What's in there. It's undefined.
1: I mean, philosophically, we say the computers are highly intelligent. Yeah. So if you want to put a steam to be able to be <laughs> quick and not dull, that mm-hmm. they're they're quicker. It, right. Absolutely. But the, the smartest, the most intelligent, the most highly advanced computer made can't hold a candle to a cat. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way can you even compare the two because the amount of processing power the brain of a cat has and you have all the stuff it has to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm obviously using a very broad brush here in this, but I'm trying to illustrate a point.
2: Yeah, that, I have no that, problem that, with that, it. That,
1: uh, that, not the cat's that <laughs> wisdom, but the idea that within humans, the biological, it's a concern. You talked about emotion before. We've talked about the idea of what? how do we make decisions? How do we classify those? What's, what's the strongest? Well, it's a huge balance that goes on all the time and, and, and it's subconscious. We don't even know it. Until someone says, I can't believe you just said that. You're a freaking idiot. And then the people are like, uh-oh. Something's crossed. And how do they know? Because someone said to them, you know, this is really not acceptable. This is not an acceptable thing so I think that's it. And so, when about being humble, what we're really talking about is adaptation.
3: Yeah.
1: We're trying to adapt to the environment that we're within. And that there's so many complex variables involved. Mm-hmm. I, in my book, I, I make kind of a, fo- a funny thing about it where a guy was in astrophysics, and he quits it because he had decided. Is this a
0: spoiler? Because I'm still reading it. <laughs> it's not a
1: spoiler. <laughs> he decides that a classroom full of kindergartners had more uh, had more uh, variables than the entire universe. Why? Because after a point, you'll be able to predict movements in the universe. that's
0: Good luck and that's yeah,
2: a 40-year teacher of such kids would be able to tell you a lot about what they're gonna do, mm-hmm. right? And that teacher scary. might might not be able to put a sentence together, but but she would have, or he would have. Incredible knowledge of that particular thing. The dynamic. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's still
4: not predictable to 100%.
2: Well, they're children. Thank God they're not predictable. Yeah. You
4: know. Know or why. we'd
2: all wind up like me or something
1: like you. you know. Well, the funny thing is, through indoctrination, you're trying to make them
2: predictable. Boy, mm-hmm. I spent an awful lot of my energy as a parent avoiding that. I don't think I did very well
1: indoctrination,
2: but yeah, I, I tried to uh, lay out an awful lot of information without a whole lot of opinion, and and you know it, it, there was opinion when it came to right and wrong basics kind of thing, but uh, as a parent in in my generation, there's a lot of this, which is why we're in deep shit now. I think um, my 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 son grew up with a tremendous mental freedom. And he's got some screwy ideas going. Yeah. And And, and,
3: I don't think you would ever say you didn't indoctrinate your child.
2: Well, I indoctrinated him to believe he was mentally free. At what age? Yeah. Well, uh, at eight years old, he had the privilege of saying, I don't want to eat my lima beans because. Mm -hmm. And if he could beat me, he got to avoid the lima beans. And I tried to be pretty fair about that. Why would I been serving lima beans in the first place? Yes,
1: I was. But that's <laughs> actually what was
2: going through my
0: head. I'm like, nobody likes what? lima beans. <laughs> Boy, that one really Okay, we're gonna talk because, about lima beans. <laughs> the only because he would need in that case is cause they taste like <laughs> crap. Because you're like, really, really common <laughs> in, <the, laughs> in, in the military they,
4: they, it in this house. <laughs>
0: brussels sprouts receive the same argument
4: <laughs> <laughs> Roast them at an older age. And That's right, the, oh, and man. the balsamic awesome. vinegar is really good on roasted brussels sprouts. Yeah. The children are <laughs> of <on anybody that laughs>
1: children, and so there's up, up to a point where they have to be indoctrinated <laughs> because there is no ability for them to process the complex aspects that you understand.
2: you got to start with something. And yeah. the
1: reason why the parent is in the authority is because a child looks at an event doesn't understand it. You do. You explain the event to him. The kid says, "Oh my goodness, what else do they know?" <clears throat> or they really, were they were really right about this thing. Right. So then they start building trust in you and consider you as an authority. And that's the whole friggin' point.
2: Yeah, yep. and, and, then, and yes. now you're, you've got me going on this word. Now you're in a dialectic exchange with that kid, right? Ahead, at and, A certain
1: age. Well, uh, a yeah. Age. Yeah.
2: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, uh, they simply don't have the ammunition or the experiences mm-hmm. to want and measure for themselves. Right. I've, I've had a lot of my friends uh, have children. I elected not to. I borrowed other kids for events. <laughs> but uh,
2: hey, I borrowed dogs. I understand. Uh, but I've
1: seen them try to to try to apply logic to a kid who has not yet come to that what we call the the age of ascension. That's a society designation. But uh, they had not come that there and then they get slapped back, and they're like, "I can't. I don't know why my kid can't figure it out." And I, cause I'm like, "Because he's not ready to." Yeah. I mean, this is why it takes your guidance, and why it takes your uh, fortitude to express what you understand. And this is an aspect of wisdom as well, mm-hmm. primarily wisdom. And so the kid, when then once they get to their age of ascension, now they can start making choices because they're what? They're free of the nurturing environment because now they can care for themselves. Up to a degree, obviously, I'm not talking economically.
2: Well, oh, there isn't any absolutes yeah. here, but yeah, right, right, there's right. a trend, you know. But, then, but I mean,
1: I, you know, <laughs> it's studying this thing. I find that very interesting. And so, when, the, when we have this age of ascension aspect for society, can the age can vary, but typically, it's for men. it Typically, is between the ages of 15. and It can go with the age of 21, sure. it depends on your society. But for women. It's a lot earlier than that. Yeah, women, it, There's a maturity and a, an ability within women that happens a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Why that is, there's a lot of reasons that can indicate. None this are just better. It. Well, I agree with that. That's one possibility. <laughs> <laughs> no that fight. I my wife listens <laughs> to me, so I'm going to agree. No. <laughs>
2: Uh, but the the the, uh,
3: the disparity goes That's away right. at about twenty eight.
2: We, be we, we catch have up. To you guys. But That's yeah. you know, an
1: important thing to, to to kind of look at. So I mean, if we can kind of take that is that idea of it is into a new society or a new tried out idea, there's going to be a period where the it, you know, you're just going to have to say to them like, look, this thing works, you know, and, and I'll so and I'll show you why it works, you know, or you'll see why it works actually eventually. And it's a trust within a trust within the wisdom, trust within the system. Yeah. And that's provided that it's not being abused. Now, if we talk about a one-on-one with parents, that works, then we started getting into groups, like in, oh, in schools.
2: Teaching situations. Teaching
1: people are arguing about that teachers should not use their opinion, they should only teach the facts in school, and I disagree totally. I think I want the wisdom of the teacher to teach the children, not necessarily the facts. Because the facts, in they stripped down, can be taken any way you want to take them.
0: I would agree with them. If, if they can teach whoops i just dropped my stuff if they can teach through wisdom but not i i have a uh, i have a big problem with the habit that seems to be occurring now with teachers throwing opinion or subvertively throwing out opinion with regard to their to the political views i have a big problem with that problem. <clears throat> because kids kids don't they don't
2: know enough, they don't they don't
0: know enough. they're they they do not make a decision they're not going to vote yeah, um, yeah,
3: our friend aoc is seen on video Tell them young kids you gotta join us in our fight against Donald Trump.
0: Yeah, and that's Sorry. and, course, and, and these kids go, Ooh that's, that's cool. yeah, But mind the mind wisdom mind. in that situation would be the teacher to say, Okay, this is my experience, right. this is I may lean this way politically, but I am wise enough to know that I need to teach from my experiences and keep that out of the
2: out of the lesson. Peter, you chose the right word. Wise as opposed to knowledgeable or talented or smart. Okay, but wisdom, Dan correct me if I'm wrong, is by definition also acceptive of other input. It is acceptive of uh, uh, unending learning. The idea being that if you hand down facts to children as indelibly true and you know just this is it kid live with it you are discouraging their own development and and their own um their own contribution to the conversation if you don't let them feel involved in the conversation as a teacher they don't learn what you got to say because they think you're some kind of demagogue.
4: Which But which are dictating to them but you are and, and
2: I, I, but I agree that we've got to give them something to so start with. Depending
1: on of what age. So that's one, so
2: that's kind of uh, yeah. Well, and, and here here
0: we're talking about this, and yet we've not heard from the actual experience. Yeah, we actually teacher. have a teacher with us
2: <laughs> with, with significant So we areas. are,
0: we are, what is that word, that new word now, um... We are mansplaining this to everyone without actually defaulting to the person with, you know, so the, the credentials. Yeah, the credentials and and the experience. <laughs> yeah, just some
1: guy in a
4: bar, so I'm <laughs> so, so ready. So
2: far, he's well, I'll number one.
4: You can have the credentials and you can be the person at the front of the classroom, which, by the way, I was hardly up in the front of the classroom. Um, but that doesn't make you necessarily a teacher. Right. Teaching is something that has to be, has to come from within in a lot of cases, and a lot of people are very, very good teachers. Having the credential does not make you a good teacher at all. And when you use poor judgment in your classroom and put your own uh, personal issues in front of your class, as I've known certain teachers to do, um, or you let your own, we're all human, but when you, when you, Come in, and you. I let my kids talk to me, and argue with me, and and discuss with me in my classroom. But that was considered wrong,
2: because at the, time.
4: at the time, because then that meant they had their own opinion, and I viewed it as worthwhile. And what that generated was respect, and the fact that a lot of the students really liked being in my classroom, which in the eyes of other people gave me more power than I should have. That's not what I was after. I was after kids learning how to think.
2: When you listen to them, and I'm so delighted to hear this and unsurprised (laughs) to to hear that you do this. Um, When you listen to a young person, you open up their ears. That's what I found. I, I, it's magic. The way to resolve most arguments with younger people, when we think we we know everything, is to listen to their version of why we don't know everything, and and give it whatever degree of respect, credence um, we can. And sometimes you don't even bother to say that's just dead wrong. You know, let it let it slide for a while. But meanwhile, you will have opened up their ears and the guy pontificating from from the front of the room with his ears closed that's not a teacher that's a waste of time
0: and let's that's, yeah. that's a lecturer that's a presenter that's right. uh, I think
4: you guys
0: are skewed
1: in the dynamic here when you're, you're, but, when you're talking about one-to-one there isn't ears open but you're not gonna sit in front of a classroom that's of the size of 150 people we all have interrogative I've seen. It'll go nowhere. I've seen that and work. You, you, you got to be a
2: skillful guy I have been in lectures with three hundred people
1: in a large setting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: But the, it, the most of the guys at the head of that two three hundred people are idiots. Yeah. But I have seen it. Uh, be a participative conversation where granted we didn't all talk you know from from the gallery but people represented us and we talked in a very real way and the guy was listening and encouraging you know the conversation and good stuff came out of the audience.
1: I just can't imagine sitting in a classroom where you're gonna have some conversation about whether
4: article Compton
1: was right about electrons having particles or waves I mean, I just can't see how that was gonna, how that would work. It oh, was gonna be a sure. level of I was in did. a class
4: like that, I the, chemi- I, I the a chemistry, <laughs> yeah, I the big chemistry big. professor I had for my first year of chemistry at U of I was absolutely phenomenal at that. Mm-hmm. And then when we would have, he would have study nights for exams, and he would stay till two in the morning if people had questions or if they didn't understand something or if they wanted to discuss something. Related to whatever the test was about and it was just absolutely and there were 150 of us in the room
2: great experience It was
4: an absolutely wonderful experience and I loved the the time when the guy turned around to me and said Oh, you don't know anything because you're just here for your MRS degree Ooh.
0: (laughs) Ooh. Well, and in in that type of example and and again, why did why would you say that that seems like such a stupid? (laughs) And that kind of brings I'm us back to the full circle. Problem? You know, why are people so stupid? MRS, so um, class, right? yeah. That's but it seems like it, in the conversation we've just had over the last 40 minutes, that what is apparent that, that, based on my experience over the course of last week, all of the news, everything that I, I, I wound up paying attention to again, and I'm like, oh, God, it's just... This is so stupid. But then even on a professional level and personal level throughout the week, dealing with that is there is an absence on all part and on uh, between all parties of effective and proper communication. That's maybe that's why people are stupid, because at some point someone dropped the ball on letting them know, or teaching them or giving them the opportunity to learn. This is effective communication. And like Ken with your son, I really tried very, very hard to do that with my kids, give them intellectual freedom. But my mantra with them, even from a very early age, which at certain points irritated me, <laughs> like, okay, I told him this was always question everything
2: including your sources
0: yeah always 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 question investigate question investigate and you know it's if you don't like what i'm saying ask you know ask why don't ever tell a little kid who's four years old to ask why it'll never stop (laughs) (laughs) but i will ask why anyway at any at at any rate it i'm very happy with the adults my children have become and their pursuits and where they're going and how open they are to receiving new information and then determining is this is this constructive for me is this good for me Mm -hmm. um you know we all do dumb stuff once upon a time My wife brings this up every now and then to this day, but when she and I were very first together, we lived in an apartment in Kansas City, we could hear this very loud one day hissing noise. Couldn't figure out what the heck it was. I went and hollered at the, the building manager, the apartment managers, and these were buildings from the early, you know, 1900s. It was like it looked like what you might think of as a brownstone, three-story uh, apartments and, and such, but in the bay, everything was all the old stuff. Neither of us had a flashlight, so Ken, you're not wrong. I lit a candle to go look for what we thought might be a gas leak.) <laughs> <clears throat> I, I, you stupid know, it is a stupid, stupid, well, it is stupid is You're only you going <laughs> <else?
3: laughs> yeah. you to do that once. Yeah. Is, uh,
0: my eyebrows are, you know, even though I'm a ginger, my eyebrows are white. Um, but no, it's so people have <laughs> their moments of dumbness, their moments of stupidity.
2: Now, it, luckily,
0: that turned into a funny story. Rather than the tragic one. Could have, as soon as we opened that basement door, because you had to go outside, down, and open the basement yeah. door, go in. There it was no other way in the way the building was built. We could open that thing, held the candle in there, because there was no electricity, no lights in the basement. Mm-hmm. There, were, there had never been any lights put in the basement. And so here we were. And this was in the late 90s. No, early 90s. This was in the very early 90s, uh, you know, what I consider modern times and it doesn't seem like that long ago to me, but it was walking in with a lit candle to investigate nice. might be a ghastly. It's almost I guess Friday. we'll know real fast. It's almost
3: Fridays with Ken. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh
1: <my gosh. laughs>
3: doesn't have the same ring to we did. it. does it? <laughs>
4: <laughs> right.
2: There's it was dope. there's that one that a wonderful phrase you can't fix stupid
4: you can't yeah
2: you, can. I you can't what you're not doing when you believe that is taking the time to, to listen it. to, to, to be, stupid to right See, and
1: anything was <laughs> is he's talking about communication and the fact that these articles were poorly written and we talk about, and you pointed at your phone about what we are considering the fact that they're communicating and short sentences it's, because it's, the texting is for immediacy. But this within itself is bringing its own type of language involved into it. And what may seem to us, this would be a very poorly written article or whatever, if it conveys its point, was it poorly written? If, regardless of whether it was you know using uh, acronyms and abbreviated words or was it flowing properly. I mean, if it Kerouac, we didn't use punctuation at all, but my, I guess the point of the, what I'm after is, is that you know, we believe, we believe that this system that we were taught from our parents about how communication should be, our schools, wherever we learn it from, is the way it should be. And so we're employing an aspect of reason that's involved in that. Other kids are coming forward and saying, oh, this is archaic and unnecessary. You guys have spent way too much time on the forum than you should be looking at what the overall feel of it is. Mm-hmm. And so, as I, as I talking with other friends of mine about music's this way, you see this in the transmission way, music's changing. And, and for what we think is dumb or, or ridiculous the generation coming in it doesn't see it this way mm-hmm. And I want to challenge us to go back two generations to see what the ridiculous stuff was going on there Well, I have that we've changed. vivid
2: memories of you're yeah. you're on the money my parents attitude towards the Beatles.
4: Oh boy Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, and that was that was a big like, you know that was a quantum jump right what those guys did to music and my dad, who knew a lot about music, right, structure and all this stuff, and he was really into very complex jazz, blues, you know, orchestral music, all kinds of stuff. Um, he said, that stuff just goes boom, boom, boom. Those words come out of my mouth today, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, my, my inability to get along with hip-hop is not something that I, I I am proud of. I'm still and I'm still, and I'm like still working on it. I just don't, don't, like, I don't like it, it yeah. you know, that's
1: I, fine. Do you, listen to to it, you it, consider it. yourself conservative about music? What you just said kind of defines it. You're conservative about it.
2: Relative to 30 year olds today, yeah. Relative to my dad, no.
3: It seems to me that people See, and that's, really stick with the music of their high school, college years for their whole life. It's yeah, that's hard.
2: very, very that's, true. Absolutely that true. That tends to be true.
0: I actually anything that my kids will present, because mm-hmm. uh, I'll say, "Hey, have you heard this?" I'll listen to it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and I think only because when I was young, I had a bit of a musical experience, um, you know, singing and piano, keyboards a little bit some other stuff, but I will listen to it and I will genuinely listen openly, but very often I'll say, okay, I'm glad you like that, but it's not for me.
2: Right.
0: I don't, I, you know, I'm not going to sit and listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those is, uh, Mumford and Sons. My middle son, Luke loves Mumford and Sons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just not for me. Um, he also discovered. Is
1: that a sitcom from the seventies? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh oh <ow. laughs> I guess I'm really out of the times.
0: <laughs> no, just Google it, and you can go back and Google it. Anybody can. Mumford is decent, decent music. Um, um, I'm just kidding. I, I don't yeah, care for strong, it, it. Not my thing. Uh, to me, it sounds very, you know, like, like uh, folksy kind of. I don't I've, know. I've heard them. Yeah. Okay. I'm just okay. All right. Good. <laughs> Uh, but you know, in in that light, though,
3: I like Mumford and Sons. I, can
0: I grew up listening to, and I remember my my parents, especially my mother. Freaking out when she discovered that I was listening to Kiss back in the 70s. Oh Oh my god, what is wrong with those men? Their faces are painted, they're wearing crazy, this is horrible, horrible. They're doing horrible drugs, horrible things. (laughs) Right now, because their faces are great once in a while, I might listen to a Kiss song if I come across it or whatever just out of nostalgia, but it's not really my thing anymore. it's, I, I like, in fact, one of the things I've started listening to a little bit more is music from the forties. Good stuff. You know, it's, I enjoy it. It's fun. It's almost always upbeat and happy. My mm-hmm. wife can't stand it. Why are you listening to that old person stuff? And my it's wife stupid. has always, yeah, it's stupid. She's, it's that's stupid. that's kind of what I was after yeah. when I put up the
1: music thing, is that and we're bantering around this word called stupid. And so what are we really trying to say? You know, we're not doing the, we're not it's, talking really about the dictionary thing, are right? we? No. If you were specific. Yeah. No. We were talking about the political argument, and, and I think that you were saying it was stupid because of the, of the, of its structure or because of its thought process.
0: Um okay. both. The, okay. the so, lack thereof. So, the lack thereof. It was there it was it was yeah. the absence, the apparent to me, the apparent absence of the thought process and then the horrible lack of structure in which it was presented that seemed stupid now and then again on an individual level sitting across from grown people this i mean this last year has been horrible as far as my hr career goes not in that it's been rather lucrative that's fine and dandy but i've dealt with stuff that i have just i'm 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 done i'm feeling so done with that stuff but the the there is it's the abs for me it's truly the absence of the thought process that has gone into actions that have resulted in <clears> very <throat> negative outcomes right. for people that have impacted their livelihood.
4: Is there any thought process put in at
0: all? That's, my my, that's well, what i have left to wondering. Is essence. there a
2: thought process? But I've done things without
4: thinking.
0: There are, there um, are
2: folks that think strictly in terms of emotions, it seems like. Yeah um and and but emotions aren't stupid
3: well i think using a real-time example aoc the whole her her thing about you know all the things that she wants to do and it would cost like 40 trillion dollars over 10 years and she gets asked a simple question how are you going to pay for it well we'll raise the taxes on the wealthy and well that's going to raise like two trillion dollars how are you going to pay for the other 38 trillion your answer is well i'm morally right (laughs)
2: No, to me it's immoral to come up with totally non-executable plans.
1: Because uh, they were fact checking her, right? And she was really upset that she was being fact checked. Yeah, like she when it found be. out when it found out that she was actually wrong and it was exposed to her. I can't remember what show she was on. Yeah. that's when she made the comment. Yeah. she said it's more important to be morally right than factually right. Right. Yeah, and, and I mean, wrap your head around that. Right. And and, and I know you're shaking your head because I did the same thing when I read it. And then I, and then on further review, I'm like, you know, that's absolutely right. <laughs> Well, really, but it's, again, it's convoluted as all hell, and you think that this is ridiculous, but it is.
3: I would, I would not I disagree. Have. Morally right is more important, but you brought up the point because that, that would be morally wrong because it's putting so much more burden on people. So, but we just
1: got through discussing well, the about the we idea went. that we can't really know the facts, right? And right. About the true. We can
2: do a whole lot better
1: than it she was doing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. And you don't tax.
1: Yeah, see, I'm, gl- I'm talking about fundamental principles, yeah. so when we talk about these these things in politics. You I made the statement when I first came here. Let's not talk about symptoms, let's talk about the disease. And I think that's kind of where we're leading into now in some of these conversations. Well, we, and
0: we've actually, that very specifically, that phrase that you just talked about has come up before when we've actually had conversations about, mm-hmm. you know early last year when we started doing civil tension when we talked about school shootings and violence and you know that's a symptom it's not addressing the disease and and i can't remember who it was was it tom sellers maybe uh who had said look you know i don't we're going to go ahead and we're going to figure out how to stop that leak but if that's all we stop at if we, if we fix the leak and that's it that's done we don't know what caused it mm-hmm. you know he used a plumbing analogy and he also used a medical analogy that know, sounds okay, like Tom. let's let's just fix you know <clears> throat> we're <throat> going to fix this Band-a- symptom cure, yeah. but we're not going <laughs> to step back and we're going to stop and not step back and take a look at the disease that you just talked about we, we have a sick system
2: to a degree, some of us think it's sicker than others.
1: Any science humans think, are involved right? in, it's, it's got this problem. I don't care what it is.
2: To me, it's unacceptably I don't sick. Care what it is. It's <laughs> this but we just because no. again yeah. we're talking
1: about the changes in fashion and the changes in music and all that stuff, and, that, right. and that's going to evolve.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But now on the conservative side, we're saying moralistically, we don't want it to. You know, kind of like with uh, I can't remember the guy whose quote it was. It might have been Franklin. But he says, you know, in, in, in aspects of fashion, flow like the river, and aspects of moral, stain like the rock. Right.
3: And so, so for us
1: conservatives, we say, okay, so what's the moral basis of this? But then you start talking about style. I don't like this author bec- or the writer of this article, you know, because it's not structured. The person obviously isn't, isn't well educated enough even to formulate the words. Why should I listen to the, the meaning of them? And you're shaking your head over there, you know, do they actually really think or are they just simply being provocative? Because we know that about a lot of authors, writers, and papers, they'll want to write something contentious, just something to get their name out there, just to be famous, yeah.
2: right? They say something that yeah. makes the gong go clang. They yeah. don't care what they say. Well, yeah, I, think the in the the,
1: I think inside there is, but you know, that people are it's kind of lost, lost in look the. Look, look the, of all the um, yeah, Well, yeah, of and then you have
0: the evolution of the shock jock. Yeah. On, oh yeah. You know, it yeah. started with Howard Stern and even people before him, really. but you know, you do say Roosevelt was pretty good at that. You do. There are people who just simply want to write to elicit a response and say, oh, be provocative. provocative." And that that actually, I don't mind. Mm -hmm. I really don't. Mm -hmm. But I do actually, this is on me, I will stop i do it all the time an article any kind of news thing if it's coming across and all of a sudden it's just error after error and grammatically i just can't get that i'm going to stop and they're not going to get their message across to me Uh, so was their message effective like you mentioned a little earlier no because they didn't communicate to me in a way that i could digest it or process it and so they they did not get their point well, across so because I, yeah. I, and maybe this is a fault of my own because I rejected that because of the way it was presented. I think it's a
3: fault. I mean, I, um, I, I, I can put myself in a different, I don't get caught up in that stuff when I read stuff. I don't, I worry less about, so if somebody spelled something wrong or there's grammatical error. Now, if it's just filled with it, I think that's different. But I do try to look for what are they trying to say rather than how are they trying to say it. Uh, Because I do want to understand it so that I can speak to it if I agree, if I disagree. Um, so I, I, I kind of give it a pass. I mean, it's no different than how many times that we sent an email, we read it six times, and then we sent it, and we realized there were two mistakes. You feel like yeah, it and you're an, like, everybody oh, should oh think my we're gosh, an idiot. yeah. yeah and, <laughs> but we all do it, so we shouldn't yeah. think we're an idiot, because if we did, we'd think everybody was an idiot. But I think it's, to me, I'm more about, I want to I seek understanding more than I want to
1: seek you, that you spelled
3: the words right. The, the, yeah, for
1: me, the thing that stops me, you mentioned that you'll stop reading an article, I'll stop dead and try, I don't care how well is written mm-hmm. or what it is when right. they start saying an unnamed source. Or yeah, or an unnamed, or an unnamed attack, or, yeah, or, or that, or an expert. Yeah. And I'm like, well, well then, then, then. what's your or expert? A personal of, attack. The yeah. person down the street, or the dog talking to you? <laughs> what it is right? Yeah. Or
0: yeah, the dust bunny themselves. under the table. Yeah, so, right, is that your
2: right shoulder or your left shoulder, right? And yeah, that will stop me dead too. I'm like, oh, forget it. And I think that the major point of your uh, thing just a moment ago was not so much omitted commas as bad research, as bringing facts to the table that ain't so. Mm As Reagan said, it's not so much that they lie, it's just that so much of what they say is a isn't so.
3: But that's why I <laughs> want to understand, because if, if, you are not sure. <laughs> really the, the facts. facts. But if somebody is communicating something of him, but if somebody is communicating something and you can learn from whatever their regular stuff, what their true motivation is, that leads to understanding, it leads to opportunity to address if I just dismiss it because they're twisting things and things of that nature, the fact that I can identify that they're twisting and facts is information for me to use when I want to communicate. If
2: you're them. sufficiently mature and patient
3: yeah,
0: to, to get through yeah, the hard mud hard to, to get to the Well, fence. And part of that, too, yeah. so is, and we're going to wrap up here real quick. We're actually coming up on just four minutes before 10. So, you know, Peter, these things are getting longer. And long they're longer. getting longer and longer. <laughs> I know. You know what? It's, 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 it's getting longer and longer. I think it's Dan's fault. because. <laughs>
1: We'll blame, we'll blame Dan. this week. You can't. I'm just some guy in the bar right? Who's Dan? Who's got the guy in
3: the but
0: bar? But see, you know what? Sure you the know potential. what? The, those are the best guys to talk to, I think, sometimes. The guy in the bar. The guy in the bar. Actually, the guy in the bar. There's the, there's the, maybe that's the title. I was going to go ahead and title it. People are stupid, but maybe it's the guy in the bar. I
3: thought,
0: why would you serve lima beans? Why would you serve lima beans? <laughs> lima beans are bad. <laughs> What do they call them in the military? That's uh, (laughs)
2: That's an
3: absolute truth. Ham and (laughs) muggers.
2: Lima Lime beans are, are bad. And the mothers with the
0: oh, lima beans. Oh wait, we're going
4: to be, Lime gonna be sanctioned bad. by the lima beans.
0: You know what? golf clap it out. I'm just going to stop right there. Lima beans are bad. No better place to stop. That's all we figured out this week. There's the lima system. beans are bad.
4: There's some wisdom. These are Actually, my major contributions to the group. Peanut butter and lima beans. Down, Peter.
0: Oh, well, I'm not I'm too afraid down of down. the Lima Bean Council, but uh, what is that? The LBC? So... <laughs> All right, we're done.